0: They call this Good Friday. I like to think of it as the day that eternity held its breath. But Jesus prayed, Father, all things are possible to you. If it's possible to let this cup of suffering pass from me, then please do it. Like, really? Is he going to do it? Can he do this? Is he going to set us free? And in that pause in between, <laughs> eternity holds its breath. And as he says those words, oh, he's going to do it. He's going to set us free. They call this Good Friday. I think that's a strange way to label the day. It doesn't appear at first viewing that um, much good happens on this day. I like to think of it as the day that eternity held its breath. You see, because back in, in Matthew chapter 26, this is what it says in... In verse 42, it says this. It says, My father, if it is possible for this cup of suffering to depart from me, then take it from me. And then there's a false stop. And then it says this. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. In some translations, it says... That Jesus prayed, Father, all things are possible to you. If it's possible to let this cup of suffering pass from me, then please do it nevertheless. And in each translation there's a comma or a full stop. And I believe in that comma and full stop that the whole of eternity is on tender hooks. Like just like really? Is he gonna do it? Can he do this? Is he gonna set us free? And in that pause in between, the take this cup from me, and then, yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Eternity holds his breath. (laughs) And then then as he says those words, yet I want your will to be done. Oh, He's going to do it. He's going to set us free. Wow, what a thought. But at this point in the story, there's no anticipation on the part of the disciples or anybody else really of a third day resurrection there's no there's no hint from Jesus of, hey cheer up guys it's okay I'll be back on Sunday there's none of that there's no levity in this scene there's none of that there but God has got a plan And Jesus goes forward with the plan believing that God the Father can raise him from the dead. He dies in faith believing the promise of God the Father. A friend of mine often used to tell a story of what what the scene was like in heaven. And Jesus stands there and says, Okay, so let me get this right. I go to the earth. I live a pure, spotless life, and I die. And you promise you will raise me from the dead. The Father looks at the beloved Son. And says to him, mm, "That's the deal." And Jesus goes, "I'm in." And this is where the this is where that theory becomes a reality there's a starkness in the reality in uh Matthew 27 verse 50 this is what it says it says again Jesus cried out in a loud voice and released his spirit <laughs> it's like he chose the moment when he would die that's, that's what he did um He said in the Gospels, one day he said, He said, No one takes my life from me, I lay it down and I pick it up. It's quite a statement, and here we see him laying down his life. He releases his spirit. Mark, when he writes about this in his gospel, in Mark chapter 15 and verse 33, it says this that at that moment darkness in the middle of the day, darkness. Covers the face of the earth. But God has got a plan. The author of life dies. The living word is silenced. The light of the world goes dark. And it happens in the darkness. There's no pep rally here. There's no happy clappies. There's no Jesus loves you t shirts. Or Christian merchandise of any kind. There's no corporate Christian identity. There is just the brutality and reality of a Roman execution. And they knew how to make people suffer. And Jesus dies this horrible death with just a promise from God. And even saying that sounds so wrong because anything that involves God is not just anything because it involves God himself. And he had promised Jesus that he would raise him from the dead. Now, it says in Matthew 27 and verse 50 that as as Jesus cries out those words and and gives up his spirit, that an earthquake occurs. I mean, imagine that, an earthquake happens, and rocks split apart, tombs are opened, and the people who were in the tombs come back to life, and they go into town, and they start talking to people. And all of this happens in the dark. It's just an amazing thought. But then Matthew 27 and verse 51 says this, that exactly that moment right across the city, there was a sound. A different sound, not the sounds that you associate with an earthquake or rocks splitting open, whatever that sounds like. This, this was a different sound. This was the sound of something tearing. I mean, this was the sound of, of something that had some structure to it. Tearing. Something that was built with a purpose. Tearing. Something ancient and precious tearing and it says in verse 51 that at the moment jesus died the curtain that separated the presence of god from human beings was ripped from top to bottom now listen to the wording there because it's quite important this wasn't ripped from the bottom to the top because this is not some desperate scheme of human beings trying to reach up to God who doesn't wanna be reached. This is God's plan. And God rips the curtain from the top to the bottom showing that this is God initiated. God invites us be friends with him through the death of Jesus who is called the Christ and the barrier between God and human beings is removed (laughs) Good Friday yeah that's a good name for the day the day that God invited me, you, and us to be friends with him because of the death of Jesus the Christ. But that's just the beginning. Bless you.
1: nothing but the blood of jesus this is all my righteousness nothing but the blood of
2: It's Friday. Jesus is praying. Peter's sleeping. Judas is betraying. But Sunday's coming. It's Friday. Pilate's struggling. The council is conspiring. The crowd is vilifying. They don't even know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are running like Sheep without a shepherd. Mary's crying. Peter is denying. But they don't know that Sundays are coming. It's Friday. The Romans beat my Jesus. They robe him in scar. They crown him with thorns. But they don't know that Sunday's coming. It's Friday see Jesus walking to Calvary. His blood dripping. His body stumbling. And his spirits burdened. But you see it's only Friday. Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The world's winning. People are sinning. And evil's grinning. It's Friday. The soldiers nailed my Savior's hands to the cross. They nailed my Savior's feet to the cross. And then they raised him up next to criminals. It's Friday. But let me tell you something, Sunday's coming. It's Friday. The disciples are questioning what has happened to their king and the Pharisees are celebrating that their scheming has been achieved. But they don't know, it's only Friday. Sunday's coming, it's Friday. He's hanging on the cross, feeling forsaken by his father, left alone and dying. Can nobody save him? Oh, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. It's Friday, the earth trembles, the sky grows dark, my king yields his spirit. It's Friday, hope is lost, death has won, sin has conquered, and Satan's just a laugh. It's Friday, Jesus is buried, a soldier stands guard, and a rock is rolled into place. But it's Friday, it is only Friday, Sunday is a coming.